What's up, guys? Scott here coming to you with week one of our new series called Real Mature. Now, what this series is going to be about is it's going to be a four-week series about the fruit of the Spirit and how they can be a, a test for spiritual maturity and potential growth. And so we're really going to jump in this week to, to an intro, uh, to a general look at the fruit of the Spirit, right? So what are the fruits of the Spirit? Well, let's go to Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 26 to find out. I'm going to read it in the NLT version. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. All right. So that's, in, in a general sense, the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are the fruits of the Spirit of Jesus or the Holy Spirit, meaning that the closer that we get to Jesus and the more we listen to the Holy Spirit, the more of these fruits of the Spirit will show up in our lives. And I think that we should emphasize this really quick at the beginning, that these are actions, not feelings. These fruits of the Spirit are actions, not feelings. It's not just, oh, I'm feeling uh, gentle today. I'm feeling patient today. No, these are deliberate actions that are a result of having the Spirit of God in your life and continually uh, drawing closer uh, to Jesus in your life. And so we're talking about how the fruits of the Spirit, right, are signs or are marks of spiritual maturity and growth. And so let's say that I want to be a baker, right? So I want to be a baker and I start learning how to make cakes. If I make a cake for you, you can tell how good or bad I am as a baker based on how my cakes taste and how the icing looks and the decorations on them and everything like that. And it's the same with the fruits of the Spirit. You can tell on some level, maybe not perfectly every time, but you can tell how much we are growing or how close uh, we are in our everyday life to Jesus and to the Spirit of Jesus or the Holy Spirit based on our actions, based on how we live and based on specifically the fruits of the Spirit, based on are we showing love, are we showing joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control in our daily lives. So in the same way that if my cake tastes delicious, then it's clear that, okay, you, you know how to bake pretty well, like you're a pretty good baker. Then if you are showing uh, lots of patience uh, to someone who just needs a little bit more patience or, or kindness or whatever, uh, then, then it's clear that you are uh, on some level close to Jesus, right? And you are relying on his spirit. And not just that, but, but growing, right? And growing is good and all, but are we really going to get better all the time and always do great at showing the fruits of the spirit? No. 
Why? Because there's this thing called sin. Now, a couple of weeks ago, Hillary uh, talked about a definition for sin, and she said that it was missing the mark. And we all miss the mark at times. If you look at the book of Ecclesiastes in the Bible, chapter 7, verse 20 says, not a single person on earth is always good and never sins. Meaning that we all mess up at some point. We all miss the mark. There's not one of us on earth that has um, always hit the mark and, all, and never sinned, right? Everyone messes up. And thanks be to God for Jesus and how he reached out and loved each and every one of us by taking our place on the cross and paying for all the wrong that we have done. Now, Jesus doing that, doing uh, living the perfect life and dying on the cross for our sins, right, doesn't make us live perfect lives. Like, we're still going to mess up, but it does give us the Holy Spirit in us, who lives in us, and now we have the responsibility of trying to be more and more like Jesus. And by doing so, we will want our lives to show more of the fruits of the Spirit to bless the world around us and to grow closer to Jesus. And we do that through the spirit. And this is super important that all of this, everything, if you don't understand that this is through the spirit of God and through the spirit, the the Holy Spirit, uh, then you'll miss all of this. This is all through the spirit because so fruit comes from where, right? It comes from trees. And so if the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, etc. Then if we have the spirit of God in us, then what are we? We are the trees. We are the trees because the trees bear that fruit as we are supposed to bear love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We are supposed to bear, produce, grow this fruit of love, joy, peace, etc. We're supposed to grow that fruit to bless the world around us to bless the world around us. Because if you think about trees, think about a fruit tree, a, f- a tree grows that fruit and then it blesses us who get to eat it, consume it, right? And it's very sweet and it's very good and we all love fruit. And similarly, we as trees of the spirit of God are supposed to bear the fruits of the spirit uh, that Paul talks about here in Galatians. And even though we're not going to get it right every single time, Verse 24 of the passage that I read says, Those who belong to Jesus Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Meaning that uh, all of this brokenness and all of this sin, it's been crucified with Christ. It is gone. Yes, we're still going to mess up, but the punishment of it is gone. And what are we living by now? We're living by the Spirit. And so let's follow the Spirit leading in every part of our lives. Let's bear the fruits of the Spirit. And if we look at, the, at people who are bearing fruits of the Spirit, we can see, oh, you must be following Jesus. Oh, you, you must have a relationship with Jesus because you are bearing the fruits of the Spirit of Jesus. And so you'll see as we move forward in this series, You'll see us show how the fruits of the Spirit are all describing really how Jesus lived and how Jesus is the perfect example of all of the fruits of the Spirit. And so if we're supposed to be following Jesus, then we need to bear these fruits because it shows that we are truly following Jesus and it shows that we are growing closer and closer to him each day. I can't wait to get into the meat of this series with you guys. I think it's going to be really, really good and open up a lot of uh, things that we just had never thought to even look at. 
Um, and so I'm really excited. So let's pray. Father God, I thank you for today. Lord, I thank you that you have blessed us with the opportunity to study your word, Lord, and that you have given us your spirit in us. Uh, and because your spirit is in us, uh, we are able to do uh, incredible things and we are able to to bear fruit in order to bless those around us. And so I ask that you would help us to do that this week. I ask that you would guide us in how we would do that uh, and, and you would show us practically in each of our own lives uh, how, how to bear the fruits of your spirit uh, more effectively. We thank you. We love you. And it's in your son's name we pray. Amen. See you guys. Thank you.